new program, which is a writing boot camp, because I found that a lot of my clients have the best of intentions, and but they can't finish the book. They just can't stay on it. They get distracted. They need a lot of handholding and a lot of accountability, but not necessarily a lot of coaching. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focusing on finishing it out fighting the good fight and closing out the job. And I think just as important as it is to start something, it's even more important in how you conclude it or finish it out. So if you think of the different things that you can finish out, it could be everything from a project, it could be from a day, it could also be from a business in and of itself. And it could also, of course, be for the year. So when you think of finishing out, I want you to really think of these episodes because what we're going to really focus on is the last question that we really ask, which is defining what it means to be a CEO. And all the creative, innovative, and I think truly insightful questions that we received from this question is really what we want to highlight during the show. But of course, we want you to enjoy the entire episode and think about how you're going to finish things out and how you're going to finish things out strongly. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Meredith Eaton of Eaton Press. Meredith, it's awesome to have you on the show. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Meredith so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Meredith is the CEO of Eaton Press, a self-publishing services company for nonfiction writers. Meredith has been in the publishing industry for nearly 10 years and has also spent much of the last 15 years as a corporate storytelling trainer. Prior to moving into publishing, Meredith worked for nearly a decade as a management consultant for small businesses and nonprofit organizations and brings that experience to help her clients produce books that will grow their businesses. Meredith, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I sure am. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I want to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. We'll let you get started with your business. All right, cool. So my CEO story, it's two pieces. One is how I'm a CEO in general, and that is that I do not do great with authority. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't like people uh, telling me what to do, but also I like, I still like structure and I still like organization. So, but I just need to create it myself. (laughs) It's really what I learned about myself. So that's why being a CEO of a company versus just, I really couldn't handle authority or There's a lot of other things I could do, freelancing, travel blogger, whatever, which went really fit. So that's put me on the path to being a CEO. And how I ended up as the CEO of Eaton Press specifically is that it really is a culmination of my whole career in a really interesting way, in a way that 
I find fascinating and hopefully other people do too. But so I started out at working in nonprofit right out of college. I went, got a job in nonprofit doing sort of administrative executive assistant type work. And it was great except for the parts that weren't which is having bosses and having everything be a team and in the nonprofit stuff is its own whole thing of, of ethos and culture and everything. So I went back to school, got my master's in organizational management, which I loved. I loved learning about the structure of companies and how people work together. And that's really where I started to realize I was, I really needed to be in charge and not working for other people. So I started my first company. I was about 27, I think. And I was a management consultant for nonprofits specifically. So loved a lot of things about it, had a lot of successes, had a lot of failures. Ultimately, the failures won out, <laughs> as they <laughs> often do. And I found myself really burnt, really just tired of being in charge, of being in control. So I took an office desk job. I just wanted to sit. And, and for the first time in my life, I wanted someone else to tell me what to do all day. I just, I didn't want to think anymore. Um, because that that's other part of being a CEO. You're responsible for people. So it was, it was, it had gotten to be too much for me. So did that job for a couple of years and then stumbled into this role of self-publishing. My dad was easing into retirement. He'd been running his own company for uh, about 35 years as a sales trainer. He wanted to do a book that would transit, help that transition into retirement. So I was helping with it. Then my uncle, so I'm writing a book. Can you help me do mine? I was like, okay, yeah. And so I was like, this is neat. This is a thing and I'm learning and I like that and creative and Behind the scenes at all of this, be, during all of this, I had been also working as a, not working, but performing as a storyteller, doing true stories in the Washington, D.C. area with a group called Story District. At the time, it was Speakeasy, D.C., in case anyone remembers <laughs> in the audience from that. But so, so I love that. I love the performing. I love the creative. So I thought, oh, publishing. This will be great. So I decided to start a company. I was tired of working for someone else. Started starting a company. I went into fiction because that's what I read. That's what I liked. It turns out I don't like working in fiction. <laughs> it is so much art and so much emotion and so little structure. So then I figured out, okay, I'll do nonfiction. I'll work with business owners. Then not only is it structured and stuff, but I can put my own experience to work as a business owner, as organizational management, all that kind of stuff. So that and that's what keeps me grounded all the time is remembering I built this, like everything I did brought me here yeah. and that helps me guide the company as well. So Nice. I absolutely love that. A lot of times, especially in business, when you're sometimes wearing multiple hats or at least in charge of multiple hats, you often have to lean on different exper experiences and expertises mm -hmm. to be able to, to, to be successful. Exactly. And I had a moment when I started, was thinking about starting my first publishing company where I thought, should, should I even be doing this? Because my other company failed, it imploded. I, I made a lot of mistakes and I went and then I realized, but I learned so much stuff, right? This is my do-over. This is my chance. And then I stopped being afraid of the failures. I stopped hiding from the failures. I stopped pretending mm -hmm. they didn't happen, which is I think a lot of people's first instinct was, no, 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 it was fine. I, I, cho I chose to shut down the company. It wasn't that everything just completely exploded and left me no choice. And then I, and that's really where I came to a place of strength is once I was like, yeah, man, mistakes happen and it's okay. And then we just move forward from them and get better. So. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So I, I know you touched on it a little bit. Could you take us through how you serve your clients and, and what exactly that process looks like? Absolutely. So 
we do a lot of custom work. I really believe everybody's journey is a little bit different. So I try not to have too many, uh, too much structure, that constant balance. But so we have our one core program is called the Executive Publishing Program. And that will take you through from the idea for your book all the way to having it on sale in six months. It's aggressive. You have to really be committed. You have to be focused. But if you are, then I am. And I'm going to bring you all the way through. And it includes writing, consulting, coaching, editing, and then all the production stuff that goes into making the book a book physically. So that's our kind of signature program. I also run a mastermind a couple of times a year that is a publishing and publicity mastermind because that's the other piece, right? We can write the book, but we have to get the book in the world. <laughs> we have to make it do the things we want it to do to grow our business. And that's where a lot of people struggle. So the trick is really you have to know what you're going to do for the marketing and you have to have a plan before you even start writing that's what's going to position you the best way possible so i've teamed up with a pr expert and we put together this mastermind it's 12 weeks and it really gets you ready to start writing but it makes sure that you're going to write the right book to achieve your goals uh, for your business so and then on october 1st i'm launching a new program which is a writing boot camp because i found that a lot of my clients have the best of intentions and but they can't finish the book they just can't stay on it they get distracted they need a lot of hand holding and a lot of accountability but not necessarily a lot of coaching so it's more about the accountability so i'm putting together this group program that will be more about just getting it done like a boot camp like a fitness boot camp where you're going to be yelled at a little bit and you're going to have incentives and we're going to have goals and it's on you to do it to actually put in the work but i'm going to give you every tool i can to help you get through it and do the work so and then outside of that, everything I consider to be a custom package. So we can do everything from just helping with the writing. I help some um, of my clients put together proposals to give to publishers if they don't want to do self-publishing. Um, and then just the regular services. You've got the book, but you need it formatted and laid out and put on Amazon, all that kind of stuff. So we can do all of that as well. I absolutely love that. And so I, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel that show part of makes you unique? I think in terms of the publishing aspect of what sets me apart from other publishers and self-publishers is that I do view it as a partnership. I become really invested in your success. So I do whatever it takes to get you to that, that final place. So we have with the executive publishing program that I talked about six months, there's a kind of a prescribed process that we move through that works for most of my clients, but not every one of my clients. So I'll do, I'll add in extra things. We'll do co-writing if that's what it takes. If you're just having a hard time sticking to your writing blocks, I'll create worksheets. If I feel like you need like extra uh, structure to figure out certain pieces, whatever that, that is, I just, I want it to get done. I want you to have a good book at the end. And I think also just my willingness to constantly learn and adapt and grow and change services and be willing to respond, not just to my clients and not just in publishing for business in general, to, to look for what is new and, and to be very conscious. And I don't say I don't fall into this trap, but I'm very, very conscious to not ever say, no, no, I've done that. I've tried that. I know that. I, I don't use that. That doesn't work for me. I, so many people say stuff like that about um, anything. And it's just sort of like the second I feel myself say that or hear myself say that, I'm like, nope, time out. Back up. Let's try that. Let's, let's actually go there. If we have such a reaction. Let's do it. Let's try it. So. Absolutely love that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? 
So I'm obsessed with systems and technologies and stuff like that. So I'm constantly uh, looking. So that is a little one. It's not my main one, but is to never accept that your systems are in place are the final systems, right? So I try every six months, sometimes a year to just revisit all my things. How am I, what's my database? What's my payment processing? What's my whatever? And, and um, make sure they're all as efficient, as cost-effective, as useful as they need to be and make those decisions. But at a much more micro level, my newest discovery and my newest obsession is Rocketbooks. Mm-hmm. So some people are already on this, but I'm new to it. I love it. I love it. I'm a notebook person. I constantly write dumb, quick notes to myself on, on all that I need. I need that note for 20 minutes from now, but I don't need it a week from now. Mm-hmm. But of all these notebooks that have important things mixed in with not important things, and it's a mess, and it's a cluttery thing. So so the rocket book, if people don't know, you you write out of the regular, a special pen, but the normal pen, and then you can scan the pages directly into, you can scan over email. So I'll... So um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you have to do a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. I'm going to do the uh, time machine younger business self because this is one of my other passions is just connecting with other CEOs and people early on their journeys. But... I've already mentioned this, but it is that mistakes are not just okay. They are powerful, but they're, that's where we learn. And so the thing I learned almost too late, not really, but it took me probably 15 years of working at two companies to figure out was go as fast as you can towards that first mistake, accept it's happening and just get there and then fix it and move on. Now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Meredith, what does being a CEO mean to you? To me, being a CEO is things. It means freedom and obligation at the same time. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. That definitely resonated with me. So Meredith, (laughs) truly appreciate that perspective and that uh, definition. Appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Okay. So the uh, last little thing I'll say, because I spent so much of my advice time on CEO, is for people who want to write a business book, it is very doable and is a powerful tool for sure. And the the key, I think, to getting started is to remember that with nonfiction books, it really, it's a snapshot in time. It's not your life's work. You're not writing a great American novel. (laughs) You're not writing this massive tome that's going to revolutionize the world. You want to just... At this moment right now, what are your philosophies? What are your viewpoints? What's your experience telling you that you can share? Get it down, get it out, leverage it. It will explode your business, take it to the next level, and then write another book. The stuff and it's not accurate anymore, that's fine. We write another book, we update, we grow. And I think for a lot of people, it's hard to decide, like, this is the book. Like, how do I, I have to have the absolute best theory and information. You don't, you have to have the best you have right now. And then, but the important thing again is just get it done, get it out. So we focus about that on um, that a lot in the um, groups that I work on. And so I have I run a Facebook group called Booking It to Success, and it is we just talk about all kinds of things related to writing, publishing, motivation, mindset, uh, marketing, getting your book out, all that kind of stuff. So people aren't sure they're kind of thinking about it. Highly recommend look that group up, uh, join in. It's not. It's a very quiet group in a sense that there's not that constant selling to each other and the members it really is just a group of people who want to learn about writing and um, publishing their own nonfiction books so and then eatonpress.com 
is our website. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, both Eat and Press, to find us there. And that's really the best way to keep up with what we're doing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much again. We will have the links and information in the show notes for our social media website and, and, the, and the awesome Facebook group as well, too. We want to write that great American novel, the best book that's ever been written before. But a lot of times we just have to get one page after one page done mm-hmm. and we start to progress. And then once we have success, we can do it all over again. So I appreciate that reminder as well. Yes. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.